AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. I'm Stuart Vonney. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Jason Chaffetz, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, December 22nd, 2023. I'm Alex Hogan. The holidays are often a time to reflect on what we have. Well, recently, the largest refugee forum took place to support those who've lost everything. They're talking about the partnerships, they're talking about the innovations, and they're talking about ways that even in difficult places, we can provide hope through different ways of of support. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Around the world, there are unprecedented levels of human displacement. According to the United Nations, more than 114 million people are displaced, of whom 36 million are refugees. So what are we doing about it? Earlier this month, the world's largest gathering on refugee issues took place, the Global Refugee Forum in Switzerland, something that happens every four years. It's a three-day conference. It gathered about 4,000 people. These are heads of state, refugees themselves, members of the private sector, faith-based leaders trying to make a difference in the lives of people who've been forced out of their homes. That's both refugees, but also people who don't leave their countries, but are displaced within their own countries because of the same factors. Kelly Clements is Deputy High Commissioner of the UN Refugee Agency. This gathering is a a chance both to reflect uh, in terms of the, the, the scale and the magnitude of the need of 114 million people across the globe, pretty much every region of the world now is facing, facing crisis, conflict, uh, now climate, uh, inequality, and so on. Uh, and this is an opportunity not just to reflect on, on, on the need and the disaster that is unfolding, but it's also a time for unity, a time for hope, a time to find solutions, a time to be able to look at what is it that it would take for those people that really pick up and leave with nothing and try to rebuild their lives someplace else and not to be a burden on that community that is supporting them, protecting them, hosting them. But what kinds of skills can they bring to those communities to to enable them to rebuild their lives? So looking at all of the global issues as we round out 2023, where are some of those major conflict areas that have created the largest groups of displacement that we're seeing at the end of this year? Well, uh, clearly in the last few months, uh, we have not had any shortage of conflict and crises. Obviously, what's happening in the Middle East now uh, is the latest 
catastrophe that's unfolding, but that is added to uh, a Middle East that already had a significant number uh, of crises and conflict, uh, including with the Syrians, of, of whom there are 12 to 13 million people who continue to be displaced, uh, most of them internal to Syria, but the rest, the majority, are seeking uh, safety in Jordan and Lebanon, Iraq, Egypt, and Turkey. Um, that, if you look at what's happening then in Ukraine, where we saw each other last year, mm -hmm. uh, Ukraine continues uh, in terms of displacement and the needs inside the country are great. They are acute. About the same number of displaced and refugees, about five and a half million refugees that are seeking protection and safety in Europe. Uh, and uh, anywhere between six and seven million people that are not just displaced once inside Ukraine, uh, but multiple times. So Ukrainians remain in need of humanitarian support uh, as, as the war continues. In Afghanistan, a very fragile environment, we have uh, right now a country that's on the verge of collapse. Uh, and we have host countries uh, that have been supporting Afghans now for 40 years, a major displacement situation. In Myanmar, we just passed a very, Burma, we just passed a very sad mi milestone of 2.2 uh, million uh, displaced people uh, inside the country just in the last uh, few months. And this, of course, means it's even more difficult for the Rohingya uh, of which there are over 1 million in neighboring Bangladesh to be able to go home safely and securely. So needs, humanitarian needs in Bangladesh, Bangladesh remain acute. And then if you look closer to where you are uh, in the hemisphere, uh, look at uh, Venezuela uh, and the continued displacement, the continued needs for countries like Colombia and Ecuador uh, to be able to support. Um, and then of course, importantly, perhaps one of the crises and, and conflicts that remain very much under the, in the shadows, which is Sudan, uh, mm -hmm. where we see a major, major uh, civil war that is unfolding, meaning that we have almost 7 million people that have been displaced in less than seven months, uh, most internally to Sudan, uh, but uh, over a million refugees now that have gone to neighboring countries. And there was already a, a large refugee population from previous wars. And Sudan was a host of refugees uh, for many hundreds of thousands before that. Um, we have this overlay now, of course, as I mentioned, with, with climate and, and drought, floods, natural disasters. You saw earlier in the year, of course, we have earthquakes in Turkey uh, and Syria. There is no shortage right now uh, of need uh, and people that are really trying to find some way uh, to be able to support themselves and really leaning heavily on those host communities uh, when they're displaced. So at this forum, policymakers, world leaders, activists uh, are trying to create solutions, creating these pledges. And I believe the last forum, there were about 1,700 pledges. Can you tell me about some of the pledges that we're seeing at this forum? What are people talking about? What actions actually could come out of this? Yeah, I think, you know, the first forum, it was a little bit new. There was a lot of buzz, a lot of energy. This is not your normal uh, UN meeting. Uh, this is, there's a there's a big voice of civil society and refugees and displaced uh, people. So there's there are many ideas that are coming to the fore. And it doesn't all happen here, of course. There's been a lot of work leading up to this point. So there are major commitments related to education, uh, both, you know, primary and, and the, the university education. We're 
trying to reach 15% of refugees by 2030. Um, and we're halfway there, but we obviously want to make another big jump forward to, as an example, we're talking about uh, different ways to, to finance some of the impacts of, of climate change through some of the ways to protect environments in which refugees find themselves so that, that there isn't um, you know, def deforestation and refugee situations and, and also try to ensure that, that our, our carbon footprint is, is lower. We have um, ple important pledges related to economic inclusion. Um, and this, when I, what I mean by that is the ability for refugees and displaced to be able to work, to be able to have some sense of, of um, an ability to be financially included in a society, owning you know, obviously the ability to open a bank account, being connected. Um, I was on a, a, a panel earlier today where we were talking about connecting refugees and remote communities, you know, mm -hmm. because obviously the world is going digital. So uh, refugees, of course, want nothing less. They need that for basic information, to find services, to, you know, life-saving means. But they also need that kind of connectivity uh, to be able to find jobs and to be able to contribute to a community. Um, so it's a, it's a vast array of pledges. We have about 40 pledges where you have, you know, a mix of, of governments and civil society and private sector and even faith-based leaders coming together and saying, here's how I can help. Here's how I can make a difference. I think we've seen a much bigger voice here for the private sector uh, than we saw four years ago. And already then it was a very significant voice. But the private sector, of course, has has a, a, a larger and sometimes even more influential voice when it comes to things like some of the policy issues uh, that may be blocking or being a barrier for refugees to really be included in society. So I think there's a broad recognition here um, that we have now this this uh, this gathering and and certainly the commitments that are being put on the table that have the potential. They're already changing lives, but they have the potential to contribute further. Um, and this is better, you know, it, it, there, there are all kinds of long-term um, long benefits of this. Uh, but in, in addition to, you know, national uh, stability, community stability, um, also regional stability in some of these places that are so wrought by uh, conflict currently. We've been speaking with Deputy High Commissioner of the UN Refugee Agency, Kelly Clements, about the most pressing refugee crises around the world. More after this. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh, we're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-patrollable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
What are some of the conversations that are taking place about supporting the host countries that are welcoming in potentially millions of refugees taking Ukraine, for example, where we met, there was this this large outpouring of support initially, something that we are starting to see fade in terms of international aid and as well as some of the host countries wondering how long and how feasible it is to continue to, to continue hosting people. So what are the conversations that you're having in that facet of of how do you support other countries supporting other people? Well, in every conversation, there are, are important host voices that are saying, and we heard that this from you know, the uh, King of Jordan, His Majesty, basically saying, you know, we're performing a global public good. We do it. We've opened our borders to refugees through decades, uh, but we can't do it alone. We need the support of the international community. We need that because you know our own this, the circumstances of our own population are already fragile. Uh, the economy is difficult, and we need that kind of support in order to be able to continue to be a good host. And you see this in in other parts of the world as well. Patience is wearing a little thin. This is an environment right now where resources are finite. Uh, The humanitarian actors are not supported. Agencies do not have what they need to be able to save lives and be able to allow the the kind of empowerment we're talking about where people can support themselves. And that means more falls on the shoulders of host countries. Um, And that's where most refugees find themselves are in the neighboring countries of these big contexts, Afghanistan or Syria or Venezuela or Sudan. It's the neighboring countries really that that keep their borders open to save lives, but they expect the international community to be able to help. And if the international community can't help, this is when we see people being able to, to, well, they they have no other choice but to be to pick pick uh, their their families and their thing, whatever they can up and start to move. And that's where we really want to try to stabilize those populations in the areas, be able to provide support, not just to refugees, but importantly to host, to find other ways that we can also um, share the responsibility uh, that 114 million people mean in the world today. So one other potential pledge is the idea of a travel card. So can you explain the difficulty that refugees do face realistically when they move to another country and the hurdles that they might face trying to move around and how difficult that can become for them? You know, people leave very quickly, often at short notice, to save their lives. They sometimes come without documentation, without proof of where they've come from. Um, And in order to be able to uh, have a semblance of of normalcy in the future, we have to find other mechanisms. And we have a few of those, Um, but we we need to look at, at, at any way that we can in order for people to be able to rebuild their lives. And obviously, there's there's so many layers of complexity to this, um, but this is a major initiative to bring people together from all over the world to have conversations about what more can be done. Do you think that this was a, a solemn atmosphere at this event? Was it hopeful? How would you describe the mood there? It was realistic. We had moments, of course, talking about what's happening uh, in the Middle East, what's happening in the Horn of Africa. Um, we've had very passionate uh, testimony from from refugees in terms of their flight, and some of them very recently. Um, and I think there is a broad acknowledgement um, that we collectively need to do much more. But what is unique about this forum is that it's not wringing hands 
and and not uh, going a step further, but uh, to find solutions. And, and in fact, those solutions is what people are talking about. They're talking about the partnerships, they're talking about the innovations, and they're talking about ways that even in difficult places, we can provide hope through different ways of, of support. Uh, and, and I mentioned a few of those sector, sectors, but I would say the energy uh, in these halls are buzzing. Uh, and I think that kind of momentum, it's not what happens in these three days, frankly, it's what happens tomorrow, what happens uh, in, next week, next month, and next year. Uh, these, are, these are actions we need to take urgently, but some of them do take time to be able to, to, um, to grow and to bear fruit. And that's something that, that everybody is really committed to seeing. And I think at this time of year, people typically take account for what they have in their lives. They count their blessings for anyone who might be listening, hoping to get involved, hoping to help. How and, and where would you direct them? Oh, gosh, there is you can help in so many different ways from your local communities. There are people in your communities, no doubt. And the United States has been such a generous uh, nation and filled with people that want to help and want to do more. Um, so, you know, obviously contact your, your, your local uh, civil society, your local community organizations to see how you can help um, contribute uh, financially, contribute uh, to those organizations that are trying to make a difference, including those very far from the United States. Um, and, and uh, you know, lift your voice. Uh, talk about what's happening out there and why it matters and why it matters that, they, that, that uh, Americans, too, uh, are part of the solution. Kelly Clements, Deputy High Commissioner for the United Nations Refugee Agency. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. 